Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone welcome to spice chaos a non-salty episode <laughs> you guys caitlin caitlin never sounds like she knows the name of the show nope. nope i don't oh i didn't even say it oh my god no you okay. did no you said welcome to spice chaos but you hesitated like you did last time and i think it's because you have that youtube channel and what? Oh, no. Yeah. You know, that YouTube channel that you have and you're like, welcome to create <laughs> yeah, that, what, that little thing, <laughs> you know, so you always like welcome people to that channel. So you kind of have to think for a second when you're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. you guys, we started this episode, like already with the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so very silly this morning. Well, it's, it's like I, we sat down and started making notes and started talking and Jamie wasn't here. He was out washing his car. Mm-hmm. And then I promised Caitlin, I said, at some point during this recording, he will come in here. He <laughs> <laughs> just can't get enough. So then the second we pressed the record button, he walked in. <laughs> That's so so like we, we had to have this like funny exchange, the three of us, like before we could really start the show. So anyway, um, we already have like the sillies. We do. It's we true. do. But um, we want to start with um, that is Caitlin from creating in chaos over there. Yes, and that is Leanne from Spice Plans over there. Yep, I am over here. Um, <laughs> down and to the right. I don't know what direction that is. <laughs> well, it depends on where you're standing in your room. That's true. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes, we are here and um, we are feeling differently than we were when we recorded Friday, well, I would not say that I'm feeling differently. I still stand by all of the things that I said, but at that time, happy planner hadn't really made a statement yet. Well, right. Like there was no, at that point, there was no resolution to the situation. Correct. And now we have heard from happy planner and, mm-hmm. you know, most of you who listen to us have read what they said uh-huh. and, um, you know, well, it is what it is, Caitlin. What do you, what do you, how do you feel? What do you, well, I think that at this point, like it had been way too long. Like if you're looking at it from even just like a PR standpoint, like taking all of the emotions out of it from all the sides, like taking all of the emotions out, it had been way too long. And at that point, there's no way that anything that they said could 
make anything better, especially after it looked like they were putting people in restricted folders and not responding to emails and just trying to wait till it passed. Like, I don't know, man, I do, I do appreciate that we can hear some of the reasoning behind some of the things, but again, it's not my apology to accept on at any, on any rate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I thought about that. Um, so, you know, how I feel about what they said really doesn't matter. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't, I, I feel for all of the people in this community that have been hurt by this. I don't care what side of it you're on. Yeah. Um, I do like, there were a few statements that the happy planner made that we're trying to create some of that community feel again, and like trying to bring people back together in that overall statement. And that was pretty good. I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't enough really. I don't think, I think there's still going to be a lot of tension. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what we as the community need to do, like as a call to action for people who listen to our podcast is if you want to stop using a particular brand and that is how you feel good in supporting this, that is fine. If you want to keep using a particular brand, the happy planner, whatever, that is also fine. Um, and I don't think it's anybody else's business, what they, what you use, what you plan with, what you like, what your planner is. And if, if that is something that's bothersome to them, I would say, just don't follow, like, just, (laughs) we need to keep it that simple And there is no reason that anyone should be in anyone's inbox telling them what planner they should and should not use. Right. And the purpose of the start of the show was not to get back on the soapbox. So I'm going to like, no, it wasn't. I'm going to put my fishing line out there and reel her. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to say that though, because I mean, as someone who is going to continue to use the happy planner, like being completely transparent, I feel like I don't want it. I I don't want anyone in my inbox telling me what I should and shouldn't use. And I don't want to take the burden of being on in somebody's inbox, to be honest. Yeah. That, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm going to use other things. I'm going to use the happy planner. I still have all my fancy plans, co stuff. I ordered from some small shops, some other stickers as well. So you'll be seeing a variety of things like I always do. (laughs) Um, but you will see a large majority, I would say is still going to be happy planner from me. Well, and that is fine because it is your channel that you grew from a baby and you should do what you want to with your channel. Yep. And, but I do have a different kind of bone to pick with the happy planner. Oh, snap. That is not serious. No, it's not. Um, but like, where's my order, bro? Like for real is going yeah. on? Like it's, I, you know, I, 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 I feel like that, <laughs> that I'm like been waiting over here and I'm excited yeah. about it. And I, I like, I'm super excited more than anything else about some new stickers. Like my planning, my planning needs like a jolt of lightning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I need like somebody to come and like resuscitate it. Yes. I'm thinking that like a box of 20 new sticker books might <laughs> do the trick. Yeah. Mine doesn't shift either, but I did make it in multiple orders because I was trying to use up all my points. <laughs> So, um, because it was, it ended up being a better deal than, you know, and, and I didn't really give them money, which felt better, you know, to me than all the other things. Anyway, I don't know if they have been emailing me lately, like telling me that I had some points. Uh huh. You should use those, but I don't really like know how to access those. And my, this is not, does not need to be like a happy planner tutorial, but you know, all all I, all I know is that I'm excited for my order to come. Uh Um, I had hoped that it would come before this weekend because my girl, Allison, 
mm-hmm. is having a bachelorette weekend. Ooh. And we are going to the beach. We're going to Myrtle Beach. Now, normally when Allison and I take the kids down, we go to North Myrtle Beach. That's so funny. I was just talking to somebody in the DMs who lives near Myrtle Beach. And I was thinking about you while we were talking last night. Her her um, Instagram handle is at pleasantly underscored planned. Do you know her? I That sounds really familiar. Yeah. You so know what? I think, your I, area. Yeah. I feel like that it's, she may have mentioned that to me before. Um, yeah. And if I'm wrong about that, then I apologize because there are several people that have mentioned to me, Hey, I live near you. So um, I, I um, am excited for this trip because mm-hmm. Allison and I haven't been to the beach together without our children, like in 10 years or something. Oh my gosh. So she loves to just lay on the beach Oh, and yeah. that's not really my jam. But it might be a little colder out. Well, should it be colder at the beach now or no? Be, it will be a little bit cooler and it won't be as crowded. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a really great place to stay that's got like a pool and a hot tub and everything. Um, we're going to go see a drag show. <gasps> so fun. That's what I did for my bachelorette party. Too. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. We are, we're so excited. Like we've been texting for like weeks and, you know, I have to be honest, I have not been able to be as present in the text because of all the stuff going on with me. Mm-hmm. But like over the past week, I've been like in it. We've been talking about like food allergies <laughs> <laughs> which is your favorite conversation yes, you know I love that but um yeah we've been talking about all the fun things that we're gonna do and I'm so happy for Allison and she's excited and um so but we're gonna be like extremely safe we're all vaccinated perfect yeah well, obviously we'll have on our masks anywhere we go inside or out yeah. um and yeah Allison really likes to lay on the beach and I think that I could get down with that if I didn't have my kids with me Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like that's kind of the hardest part about laying on the beach is when the kids run towards the ocean, that anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you can't relax because you don't want them to drown. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and sometimes Allison and I will take turns watching the kids. Like she'll be like, okay, if you want to zone out like for 20 minutes, I'll stare at the ocean. Yes. And then I'll be like, okay, if you want to like, look at your phone for a while, I'll stare at the children, (laughs) you know, so we give like each other perfect like, couple like little breaks um yeah but the the girls that we're going with are like some of her friends just from all different places in her life and um it's just gonna be five of us I think yes I love that and we have a big enough car for everybody to ride together so that's bomb and <laughs> um it's gonna be great and I'm super excited and I'm excited to like get away from like everything not just like I don't know just everything has just been a lot lately there's just something about trips with your girls. Like, I don't know, man. Like I love going on family vacations. That's like one of my favorite things. And I love going on like trips with just my husband, but there is just something really special about a girl's trip. Well, I feel like that you can like let yourself hang out more. Yeah, I guess maybe that's true. Like, I feel like I can pretty much like let it all out with Brian too, but I mean, then there's like adult wrestling involved and stuff. <laughs> right. But like, I feel like the girls trips, it's like the only place where you can go where you don't have to play a role. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's like, true. Yeah. You're not being a daughter. You're not being a mom. You're not being a wife. You're not being a teacher. You're just like being Caitlin or being Leanne, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, you're chilling. and that happens so like infrequently, you know, <laughs> it's like all the time we're wearing all these hats that when we can take them all off, it's like, whoa. 
Yes. And I feel like there's always like good stories and good memories that come out of girls trips that become like iconic in your friend, like in friend groups. Yeah. And you get like the inside jokes and yes. you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're excited. Um, this is not even on the notes. I just kind of brought this up. I just hijacked the show. I'm sorry. Right, well, <laughs> good. well, that's a good segue actually, because you're going to be doing some traveling this weekend, but allegedly you're also going to be doing some traveling in October. Yes. So I have made the executive decision Uh that it's time for me to come to Portland. Ah, (laughs) Like, you know, I have been, we've been talking about it for months. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to meet in April of 2020. Yeah. It is now September of 2021 and we still haven't done it. And it's just like, dude, I know that COVID and all that happened, but I'm vaccinated Yep. I'm vaccinated. vaccinated. And I know, I know that we have one little one in your house. That's not. Yep. So we're going to keep it extra safe and Leanne's going to stay in a hotel. I'm going to put her up in a hotel like her, like a good sugar daddy would. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I'm also like going to buy the plane ticket. And so it'll be like half and half. Like it's yeah. And it'll be nice also because then like she can go back to her hotel hotel at night and have like time and talk to Jamie and do whatever she needs to do. And I can like get my crazy children to bed. And then if we want, we can go turn up late at night. Yes. Like (laughs) you can totally like just come to my hotel after your kids go to bed and just like, we can throw down. And so it's just, it's going to be awesome. And, um, I I just, I have to do it. Yes. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. I know you've been to Portland before, but if I could tell you how much ama- how much more amazing it is now, I would. And you know, I love to talk about Portland. <laughs> I have not been in Portland since 2017. Oh yeah, it's a little different, um, especially pandemic Portland. And I mean, we have a lot of really active activists downtown, and that's um, that's kind of a cool thing. It does create some situations when people who are not activists show up at those events, but it it ends up being all right. Well, I hear that. I mean, obviously, we don't have that like constantly in Charlotte. Um, yeah, we but- still are having a lot of protests and stuff, which I'm really proud of my city for doing. Like, I am not necessarily someone that goes out and does protests. As our friend Evelyn said, I like to pack the sandwiches yep. um, for people who are protesting and do my work that way. But I'm, I'm really proud of Portland that there, you know, there are people still in the streets. Like, that makes me feel really good. Well, Caitlin is really funny because I don't know if all... Portlanders, Oregonians, Oregonians, yes, Portlanders and Oregonians. Uh huh. I don't know if you all like go hard for Portland the way you do. Uh huh. But you are like you should be on like the banners, like (laughs) like in the airport. You know, like when you like when you walk past those screens in the airport that have like TV advertisements on it, you should be like. Welcome to Portland. I'm going to tell you all the awesome things about this city. And then you'll just list them. Yes. If I ever need another job, I'm going to be like a tour guide of some <laughs> iconic Portland something. It's going to be my next like, job. No one who lives here or has ever lived here loves Portland as much as me. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's because I was born here. My mom was also born here and her parents were born like close by in a town called Hood River out East. Um, but I feel like we just have a lot of history here in my family and we just like it. We just love it a lot. Well, I totally understand, um, as a native Charlottean, 
because yeah because not there's really a lot of people that live here that come from other places Mm -hmm. and I mean like they've come from like New York or you know they've come from Georgia or just like it's just we have a lot of transplants you know people that moved here for business because we it's like we're like a big banking city Mm -hmm. so just there's a lot of people from all over the country and um you know you just don't meet a lot of people that were born here yeah, that's the same with Portland because we have like a big like IT software developer. Yeah, that people come there in droves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So people come here. And everybody that I meet that's like my age, so like millennial, so like 30s age, mm-hmm. I never meet people who were born here. They all moved here. <laughs> I know. And when I tell people that I was born here, they're like, whoa. And Andy was born here too. Mm-hmm. And we were born at the same hospital. Yes. Oh, and cool. Then, yes. And then both of our children were born at the same hospital where we were born in Charlotte. Oh, well, that's so cool. Yeah. And we were like really proud of that. That is really cool. And I, so I know how you feel when you're like, you know, talking up Portland. Cause like, I, I don't know as much about Charlotte as I should, Uh huh. because I think that there's stuff going on like uptown mm-hmm. that is probably awesome. Yeah. But you don't really read the news and stuff either. So that's so. I really don't know anything. I just know that I've always liked living here and there's always lots of stuff to do. So, you know, but, um, yeah, I do want to come to Portland and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to possibly trying to record like face to face. Yes. We could do like our live recording for our patrons. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I just don't know. Um, it's going to feel weird to like record the show and you can like see my real face. I know I'm going to not be able to do all of my little ADHD things where I'm like having to move around and I'll have to sit really still and be super professional. Yeah. I mean, there's things that I do while we podcast that I mute and stuff, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be weird, but you know, there's a lot of people that podcast together. Yeah. I won't be able to pick my nose by myself anymore. (laughs) Like none of that. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's just a lot of human things that we'll have to just sit quietly. I don't know if it'll affect like how we talk or the content or whatever, but we'll see. Oh, it totally won't. I think we're going to like pick up where we left off because even though like I tend to feel kind of weird in person with people, I don't like, I'm not nervous about like meeting or anything like that. So I think it's going to be totally good. No, I don't feel nervous either. Mm -hmm. And it was like last night, the family was finishing dinner the fam you guys are adorable yeah like all the folks were finishing dinner and I was like sitting in the was just standing in the kitchen like at the island Uh uh-huh and it hit me I was like I'm gonna go to Portland yes oh my god so good and then I started looking at flights oh yes yeah no I haven't done that yet but I'm going to like and I would like to extend an invitation if Jamie wants to come he's more than welcome well I will tell him Yep. There we go. Um, (laughs) this is off the notes too. And I'm going to take us in a little bit of a different direction, but I feel like this might be a good space to, to make this announcement. Um, it's kind of heavy. I don't necessarily want to talk about something heavy, but I feel like I need to say this out loud. Yeah. So, um, I've always been really vocal on my platforms about things that, you know, things that matter to me and social justice and those kind of things. But I think after this last experience that I had and not to make any of that about me at all, I need to pull back a little bit. So there's not going to be as much of that on my planning platform. Um, at least right now I need to take a little bit of a break with that. 
So that's, I still feel the same way. It's like, none of my feelings are, you know, none of my feelings are changed. I still believe in all the same things that I previously believed in. I just need to not have conversations or have my, you know, the things that I believe in, I need to have them not picked apart from both sides for my own personal mental health, because anxiety is real, man. And I, I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't do it right now. So that's, that's gonna, that's gonna be going forward on, on my personal platform. And I know that this is our podcast, but I needed to, I just needed to clear the air. I was just sitting here thinking about it. Well, I want to just say that I completely understand Mm-hmm. Not that it is, you know, for me, uh, uh, yeah. it's just, um, you know, I have always, like we said earlier on the show, been an advocate for you should post what you want to post. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always admired your ability to post about things in your stories that are serious. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've always enjoyed what you've posted in your stories and feel that I have been like informed. Mm-hmm. by them. Um, but as of late, I do feel like that you have been kind of like getting it from all the angles. Yeah. And it's not, and this is not necessarily even one response or another, because I haven't really gotten a response necessarily from anybody either on one side or the other, to be honest. Um, and I just don't really feel like I'm a qualified expert because, um, if I'm hundred percent honest, I do as much work as I possibly can every day to be an ally for so many different groups and to really support and amplify voices and that kind of thing. But I'm not perfect in that. I still have things that I'm working on. And I feel like sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it may come across that I'm not amplifying voices and that I'm really just kind of like speaking. And I never want to get clicks or views or have it seem like things are performative or anything like that. Um, and not come from like a trusted source. And I'm not, I'm not a new source. Um, and I don't want to repost something that could potentially be hurtful to somebody on either side of the platform, because at the end of the day, even though we all have our own separate beliefs, there are a lot of people that I care for that you know, may believe differently than me, not on like ethical issues, of course, but maybe like have different political standings than I do. And I still want to maintain those relationships, um, but not necessarily constantly be engaged in stressful conversations. Right. And there comes a point I know where there's people on all sides of this that can say, well, I always have to be involved in stressful conversations, you know, like that we have, that we have the privilege that we can turn it off. And, you know, I think that one of the things about myself that I have learned in the past year, and I'm not extremely vocal. Mm -hmm. Um, I am timid, Mm -hmm. but what I do, what I do do (laughs) is I talk to people in my daily life yeah, about same. these beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. I talk to my partner. Right. I talk to my parents. Um, I talk to family members, cousins. I mean, like my family knows where I stand on everything. Mm-hmm. And okay. I am always willing to have conversations with them that I feel will be helpful, you know? Um, just because I am not as public with it. It's just, I, I I do feel that burden in my daily life. 
And it's heavy. It really is. It is heavy to constantly feel like that you have to educate people, even when you're not, especially when you're not an expert, you know what I mean? Like, especially when you're just trying to be an ally, you know? And I do think you're right that it definitely is a place coming from a place of privilege, but at some point, like there also has, I have to be able to balance my own mental health. And I know that, um, you know, I, I mean, there's not really a good way to say it other than that is, that is my privilege. And I, I don't know if people realize, uh, how debilitating anxiety can really be. Like, I feel like a lot of people say, you know, anxiety has become kind of a buzzword, you know, kind of similar to depression, but those things can be extremely debilitating. They can affect your sleep. They can affect your daily life. They can affect your relationships. They can affect your ability to function during the day. Um, they can affect your mood quite honestly. And as a working professional who works 40 hours a week, who is a parent with two kids still at home, my choice, of course, obviously, who's trying to maintain a marriage and friendships and all the other things that I do, I have, something has to give, and I have to be able to protect my peace and protect my space. And, um, for right now, I need to step back from those things. That doesn't mean I'll never, ever come back to being vocal about those things or being outspoken. And that certainly doesn't mean that any of my opinions or my support or my love for anyone has changed, but that's just where I'm at right now. Well, um, you have my support. Um, and I am just trying to crawl my way back to just posting planner content. Yeah. And that's that's what I want to get back to. I I really want to share my planners. I, I really do. And I know that again, it's a total place of privilege coming into the community and saying, I just want to see planners and I don't want to see any of these other things because I've always been really outspoken about that. If you have a platform, you should use it. But I think that maybe my mindset has changed a little bit. Um, I don't know. um, Just in the the current climate, I think that, you know, pandemic burnout has something to do with it. Um, And, and 100% like my mental health. Um, I, I really can't describe what it's like to live with anxiety and to be a chronic overthinker. I, I cannot describe how debilitating that has been. Um, especially when I think that, uh, I've upset someone or that I've hurt someone. Um, there are a few people who I used to be really close friends with who I did hurt. And I made a very big mistake with, um, and I, I can't turn off thinking about that. And that's killing me. And just little things, that's not a little thing, but things like that. Uh, anytime I get a DM where I have to have a hard conversation, uh, and they have been numerous lately. And I just, I just need to step back from it from, for right now. Well, I think that anyone, anyone in this community and in others that are dealing with social media, um, people who spend a lot of time on social media, I think that there comes a point when you do have to for, for all the reasons, you know, not even just like the ones that we're talking about now, but anytime that you need to protect your peace, I think that that's something that people that do social media need to learn. Um, boundaries are important that, you know, there's times that you can't answer every single DM, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. And it's just because we're people, we are just people like real people with real lives. And the amount that we know about each other's real lives is like minuscule. 
Yeah. And I think people have largely come to my platform. At least this is what I hear from a lot of people who watch my videos is that they like me because I'm real and transparent and authentic. And that's not something that I can turn off, nor will I, will I turn off? Um, you might hear me talk about social justice issues still in a plan with me, but I just, I need to either tone it down or turn it off or, or something, um, right now just to, I don't know, just to, just to calm myself a little bit. Well, I get that. And I'm going to lighten us up just a little bit with this, though, this info that everyone needs to just (laughs) be aware of. Yes. Um, I have, after many, many months of resisting, fallen head over heels in love with TikTok. Yay! Like as a poster or like as a watcher? Oh, I will not post. Okay. Okay. Now, listen, I said that I wouldn't watch for like forever. I know it sucks you in. Like I seriously, I resisted for a very, very long time. Like this is way back before the pandemic when I was teaching and kids were always like, Miss Spicer, watch this TikTok. And I'm like, I do not want to watch your phone. Mm -hmm. And I don't want sounds coming out of phones. You know, I have that weird sensory thing where I'm like, if sounds are coming out of somebody's phone and they're sitting next to me, I want to like kill them. Mm -hmm. Like I hate it. And I don't want sounds coming out of my phone, but (laughs) yeah, I finally, after the move found my AirPods. Mm-hmm. and charged them Ooh. and now they are with me all the time uh-huh. and anytime that I want to lose myself in TikTok a little bit I'll just put one in get it because that way I can hear the whole rest of the world and I don't miss anything <laughs> but my TikToks are still in my ear loud enough that I can hear them and enjoy them but the problem is is that again nobody wants to look at your phone Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like, like when I see a funny TikTok, like I don't need to run over and be like, Jamie, look at this TikTok. Because when he does that to me, I'm like, no, <laughs> but I'm constantly wanting to like show them to people. Uh huh. So from now on, whenever I get that feeling, <laughs> I am putting it in my Instagram stories. <laughs> yes. And I love seeing it when people put um, their TikToks that they like in their Instagram stories. I do too. I do. I really appreciate it because like I found accounts mm-hmm. that I didn't know existed through looking at people's Instagram stories. So that is like going to be my new jam um, because I'm always wanting to show TikToks to people. And there's this one TikTok account. I can't remember the name of it. It's like La La Land something. It's got like a yellow picture. Um, okay. But all they do is go around and out the window, yell nice things to people. Oh yeah. I saw you reposted that in your stories and a couple other people I've seen repost that. And they yell like really cool, specific things like, oh my gosh, your hair looks so good today. Mm -hmm. Or like you are really wearing that skirt. Like seriously, they are so cool. And like, it's, it's a girl and it's a guy. Yes. And at first, at first when I would hear the guy's voice, I was like, is this creepy? Like, is this going to come across like he's catcalling? Mm-hmm. but it really doesn't like, it doesn't come across as harassing at all. It's like super kind. And I watched so many of them the other day that I was in tears, like with happiness, like it made me feel so good because the way people react when you give them compliments, is just so beautiful. Yes. Oh my gosh. It really is. I, that's so funny that you say that because Brian and I were watching like these positive YouTube videos last night. Like this one girl, her name's Damo Wilson. She was giving away like a hundred dollars um, as a tip to fast food workers around the holidays. She does, she's done it twice. And they're like this one girl. So she gave her a hundred dollars and the girl started crying. And so then Damo left and then she came back and gave her another hundred. And the girl was like, this is going to help me make my rent. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. 
And then this other guy we were watching, it's like the DAW something. I can't remember the name of his channel, but anyway, he was giving away like Jordans to one, one person. And then he did, he did this like positive pranks video where he like took people's phones and he had like just junky phones in this fanny pack that he was wearing. And he threw them, like he traded them out and threw them and then gave them like a whole like brand new iPhone. It was an iPhone 10 at the time. But oh, that is so cool. See, I feel like that we watch a lot. Okay. I have recently, you know, everyone knows in this relationship that I'm in, I've come <laughs> to a home uh-huh. where most of what's on the TV is YouTube. Yeah. I feel like that's just generally, I don't know. Don't let me speak out of turn, but that's just generally millennials. Okay. Well, my man friend is not a millennial. Okay. Um, oh, I guess that's he, true. That's yeah. Okay. He is, oh, he's older. Than <laughs> <us>. <laughs> he's a Gen Xer. He is. And, um, but he loves YouTube. Uh-huh. but so much of the stuff that he watches is like <laughs> near death car accidents and like oh, right? all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, no wonder you have panic attacks. Like you're constantly <laughs> like inundating your brain with like all of this, like scary, crazy stuff. Right. Like, it's the same. He likes to watch videos about the climate crisis. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know it exists, but I can't watch it all the time. Yes. Yeah, like pick a depressing topic. And that's like what they're choosing. Um, that's another protect my peace. I'm not watching climate change. Videos. No. And like, it's like back in 2016, I stopped watching the news and I've never been happier. Um, so like but anyway um sometimes we'll watch like these compilation videos that are just like cute animals doing things yes and it's really it's really just like somebody who's taken the time to like compile all these cool tiktoks (laughs) so that's what made me decide like if i'm gonna watch these videos on youtube i might as well just get tiktok yep so anyway now he's into it too so we can like send them to each other but right. it's still um, resisting TikTok because TikTok got that bad rap for a while, which I don't know if it still exists, but there was like some child predator stuff going on on there. And so Brian is like silent protesting by not watching because well, I promise you, I did not hear about that because like I said, I've not read the news in years. Well, so. that was back before the pandemic when only kids were using TikTok. Remember that? Oh, okay. Like children, kids, like, I guess young, teenagers. Like, <laughs> young whippersnappers, <laughs> the youth of America, the youth of America. That's right. And other countries. The youth of yes. The yes. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I, we sound so old sometimes. I think, um, yeah, I remember my high rise pants and my sensible shoe suit <laughs> and my cardigans that cover my widening behind. <laughs> oh no that's funny I was listening back the other day when we were talking about does that song slap or is it slapping or (laughs) no one commented on that though no one helped us out I still don't know (laughs) I have no idea so if you are the youth I don't know if you're our target audience but if you happen to listen to this the youth of the world does it slap (laughs) is it a slap (laughs) yeah I don't know I have no idea is the song slapping while it's playing I don't know I don't right yeah so yes we're old and we don't know the the slang we do not (laughs) but it is weird that all of the television that I watch is scripted Mm -hmm. you know and I'm kind of snooty about it you are a little bit you were I remember feeling a little judged about my reality tv addiction yes like I I am I'm a little snooty about it I I really really like well done well written overly produced television shows like I'm just that's my that's my hobby I love it uh-huh. um, 
And, you know, there's certain shows that when there's new episodes, I have to, I will watch them. Mm-hmm. And the fall is coming. All the new fall TV is coming back. Mm-hmm. And I live in a house where all we watch is YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of fall TV though, where is Stranger Things? Is she lost? Has, has Stranger Things gotten lost on the way to Netflix? Like, where are you? I am missing Stranger Things so much. I know. And see, it's like, that's one of those shows that I have tremendous respect for. You don't watch it, do you? But I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> oh, I can't. I cannot. No, I don't believe that that dude is dead. Which one? Oh, the, the guy? The dad? The dude with like the beard that's the same color as his face. The, the cop guy. Yes. I don't know his name. Uh, I forget too. But yeah, it's just, it's just not my jam. Like I just can't, I I've, I watched it like, and I gave it like all three seasons out of respect, <laughs> but, um, you know, when they announced season four, I was like, meh, there's other things to watch. Man, I'm just Googling this while we're talking. It says it's going to be released in 2022. They're lost yeah. in the woods. I feel like that they've had a lot of like production issues, maybe. I mean, yes, COVID, COVID, I get it. Yeah. It doesn't allow you to get close and film, but like, see, like the majority of their show happens outside (laughs) in the woods. Well, I, for some reason now that I listen to office ladies all the time. Oh yeah. uh I have this like idea that I know something about TV production. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, well that's the cold open oh no oh this is just a single camera show you're gonna act totally different if you're on a three camera you know like I don't really have any idea what they're talking about when they're saying these things but like it's made its way into like my mind I think my YouTube channel is that considered a single camera show <laughs> I guess I I don't know like I have no right idea that like how, how can they say like the office is single camera like I don't I don't get it like I don't know the difference between a shot that is done. So anyway, if you're a TV person and you want to explain that to me, I could have looked it up like a million times, but the office yeah. ladies don't explain that stuff. They just say it like people understand. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, yeah, well, I mean, I appreciate they don't like talk down. Right. Sure. You know, they just talk to each other the way you and I do. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they do a tremendous amount of research for the show. I, it's a very, very good quality podcast. And I just feel like I know everything now about TV. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's <laughs> so we should get to our currently page because we're totally doing that today. Yes, absolutely. Do you have the categories in front of you? Um, I have them emblazoned in my brain. Oh, shoot. That means you don't have them. That's a lie. She just lied to you, everybody. Hold on, I'll get it. Okay. I can't believe that you would accuse me of lying to our listeners. That's not terrible. lying, just dismissing the truth. <laughs> well, I've been sitting here for a few minutes thinking about looking in my phone for the categories. Uh-huh, I found them. I'm going to put them in our Zoom recording chat. So okay. here's a little breaking the fourth wall, everyone. And I do know how to do that. Yes. Look at me knowing how to look at the Zoom chat. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Okay. So I actually um, have a, a response for the first one. Oh, for reading? Yeah. So let's just go ahead and start with, um, with okay, what we're Leanne, reading. tell me what you're reading. Oh, okay. So, um, Oh gosh, I forgot the name of it. Oh, she doesn't have a response. She lied again. <laughs> no, 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 it's right here. It's right here. Um, I am reading The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. 
Oh, well, that sounds very intense. Speaking you of guys, it's real good. Like it's so good. And I decided, so we are sending our children to the same school that they went to before we moved mm-hmm. and it's 30 minutes away. Oh, that's a bad time. But we're doing this because we really, really love the school. Yeah. I mean, we like, you. yes, we believe in the school and the kids are happy there. And we feel like that something in their life should stay the same. Yeah, that's totally fair. So we have a 30 minute commute in the morning and the afternoon. And then I have like an hour by myself in the car every day. So the first day that I dropped them off, it hit me on my way out of carpool. You can listen to books. You can listen to audiobooks all this time that you're going to be in the car by yourself. Like make lemonade out of these lemons. There you go. So I just, I have this app on my phone called Scribed. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. Yeah. You pay like eight bucks a month and you get access to all these audiobooks and they're good ones. They're not like garbage ones. We have that too. We have that. service. I really like it. I enjoy it. Um, so I just picked a book. Like I knew I wanted to listen to something by Lisa Jewell. It's she's, um, I really enjoy like British kind of mysteries. Uh Uh-huh. And she's, she's really good at that. And, um, I've read a couple of her other books, but I totally recommend it. Um, it's, it's amazing. So that's what I'm reading. And I'm so excited to have something for that category. Cause I never do. <laughs> I do not have anything for that category. So next. <laughs> oh, okay. So next is what are you planning? Caitlin, what do you have planned? Planning, um, Harrison's birthday party that I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his birthday's like next week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but we're not having the party next week. Cause that's not enough time. <laughs> um, I think we're going to end up doing it. Let's see. So next week is like the 18th and the 19th. So we'll probably do it that following weekend on the 25th, or maybe that first weekend in October. I feel like I do this every year because this is like right after school starts. And so his party never ends up being until the first weekend in October. And honestly, like, I don't know what other people are doing for their little kids for their parties, but like, he's not vaccinated right now. So I don't know what that's actually going to look like. And I felt really, I don't know, like I didn't like the drive-through birthday party thing last year. So no, I don't know. What didn't like do. that. I just didn't like it for him. Like his friends were coming up and he like wanted to go out there and play and he like wanted to give all of his family members like hugs and stuff. And it just ended up being very overwhelming. It's like when you, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but like when your little kid is like opening their presents and you have this like idea of how cute it's going to be when they open their presents, but honestly, they're just overwhelmed the entire time. Yes. Yes. I feel like every Christmas morning. That's exactly what it was like. Is that way. Yeah. And so I thought it would be cool to like give him some kind of party that time, but it just, it wasn't, it was, a, it was more sad than anything, to be honest. Um, so we might just like get him and like two friends or something and go like go-kart driving. And maybe like, he can do like a little stop by of like talking to my parents or something. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but I hate the pandemic and I hate people. No, I don't hate people. I hate that people are not wearing masks. I hate that people are not vaccinated and it's making me very sad. <laughs> well, and it is, you know, it's sad for you. It's so many kids, I feel like now have had birthday after birthday, just alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I have to be honest. I don't have like a very vivid memory of a lot of my birthday parties when I was as little as like, say Harrison and, and Hannah, yeah. um, because, you know, Hannah just had a birthday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like when Daniel had his birthday in March, things were better. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went to like this place with the bouncy houses and we reserved the whole place. Like they were running a special if you went on a weeknight. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we took just Allison's kids. Like I just took all four kids myself. And then the Allison's kids then came and spent the night at my house. Okay. We had like pizza and movies and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was safe. Like there was no COVID risk at all. Right. But then things got bad again. Mm-hmm. And when it was time for Hannah's birthday, because mm-hmm. she's August 30th. Yeah. We had like just moved. I had just sold the house. School was starting. Like things were crazy. It was just like the, the pandemic was like revving up and yeah. it was just like, we did what we could, you know, like the five of us here, like had a birthday cake and sang. And I took her to the American girl store mm-hmm. and she wore a mask. Um, yeah. but all we did there was get the doll's ears pierced. And then oh, we- okay. And then we left, we didn't do like, we want, like Hannah wanted to like go to the little bistro and have a coffee. Like she was really hoping for like a thing, uh-huh. um, but everything was closed and just, ugh, it was just a bummer. So like, I feel it, like it's sad mm-hmm. to think about just that she remembers that Daniel's birthday in March was cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she yeah. didn't even get to have a sleepover with a friend. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just really sad. And I'm just sitting here thinking about that. I said that I hate that people are not vaccinated. I don't like the word hate. And I'm going to retract that but I'm just overall I'm just very sad about it that like other people's choices are affecting my child's happiness and that probably sounds very privileged because there's no, lots of kids well there's lots of kids no. who, there's lots of kids who don't get to have a birthday party right there's lots of kids out there who have it worse than us but like this is I'm really tapped out on it's the pandemic in your life yeah. it is like and regardless of what your background is or where you come mm-hmm. from like you still can experience your life and feel your feelings like yeah that's true. It, like it's mm-hmm. so it's so tough like to like to not enjoy your life because other people might not have the same stuff that you do yeah that's um, true. you know and I'm not even going to go as far as to say like you work for what you have like because they work too like that's not sure everybody not, works everybody right, but, yes everybody, everybody struggles for real yeah And, you know, but it's just like, I can feel it when my child is sad and she doesn't know, she doesn't know anything about, you know, privilege and what she has and what she doesn't have. And, you know, she just knows that it's just, she doesn't have a lot of friends right now and she doesn't see a lot of people and school has been so good for them, like going back to school. And I really have to hand it to my kids' school. There's there's only been one email in the month that they've been back. Mm-hmm. There was one case of COVID, just the one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that that's great. Like this, they're working really, really hard over there to like keep everybody safe and healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm, I feel very blessed by my kids' school and it's worth the drive. So like getting back to the reading. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that like there, it's a small class size because, you know, you, uh, you chose that school for a variety of reasons, but like just looking at public school and thinking about other people's choices um, just, I'm not there. And I know it's like all a balance of risk and versus benefits, but, um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what the right choice is. I don't even know if we're making the right choice, but what I know is that when my kids are home with me, they're not going to get sick. Right. Well, and, and obviously, you know, mm-hmm. me saying like that, this has been really good for them and me being happy yeah. with the choice that I made. I understand totally. what you're doing because I mean, Andy and I discussed it. We totally did. Like before mm-hmm. we sent them back to school, we talked about, should we keep them home? This is getting bad. But we just kind of said, if the CDC says that it's safe, well, let's just trust the science and hope for the best. Yeah. And we also knew in the back of our minds that our kids' school 
is a good one. And I know that we're lucky that we have it, but it's just, it is a public school. My kids go to a public school. um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just very lucky that they go to that school where people are like really working hard to like keep kids safe, you know? For sure. Yeah. Um, and then Ooh, I guess we're getting I'm, heavy again. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? I don't know. I think it's because, you know, we haven't like been able to really talk to each other about deep yeah. stuff in a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we're feeling that for sure. Um, so I'm trying to think like, what am I planning? Yes, besides yeah, my, yeah. Like besides my trip to Portland um, and this bachelorette weekend. Woo, and, yeah. I literally have like 12 hours to plan. <laughs> Like, are you in charge of it? Are you the maid of honor? No, no. Allison gave me the greatest gift that a friend can give a friend. Uh huh. Yes. What is it? She told me I did not have to be in her wedding. Um, because I know there's going to be a wedding in your horizon. Like, can I also have that gift? Um, there will be no maids or maidens or anything in my wedding. No, goodness. Thank goodness. No. Mm -mm. So I, I appreciated that. And she just kind of said like, I've known you longer than anybody else in my life. Like you're my oldest friend and I know you would not want to do this. Yeah. Um, and I don't. So <laughs> I am so happy to be attending the wedding as a guest so that I can just get down and celebrate. And I'm happy that I am included in the bachelorette because I'm not in the wedding party. Right. Um, nice. But she's like, obviously you can be, because I think that the girls that are coming to this are in the wedding party, which is, look, I am not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I am not I'm jealous like- that you have to wear a dress that she told you to wear and do all this work. And the dresses are beautiful. It's not even that. It's just that like, you know, I felt this way about sororities in college. Yes. Uh-huh. Because like all of my friends, like the first semester, like nobody could rush a sorority because they didn't have enough hours or whatever. Right. So then when they all, like, we all made friends with each other and then they started rushing sororities and I was like, well, we're still friends. So like, why am I going to go like pay those people over there to like be friends with me too? Like yeah. we're all still friends. So like I get to have the benefits of a bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah, no shade if you're in a sorority, but I'm, it's not my jam either. I chose a school specifically that did not have a Greek society. The two other big universities where all my other friends went that were close by did though. And so all of them were told me about all their experiences that I was like, I can't, <laughs> there's not one year. No. Well, I mean, I heard a lot of things and I got to see a lot of things just because like literally all of my girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, after first semester, there were like seven of us mm-hmm. and there was like me, I was the only one out of the seven that was like, mm, I'm not really a joiner. <laughs> exactly. Same thing with like the PTA. Like I love volunteering and like being involved in my kid's school, but I do not need a friend group of PTA parents. Well, that's kind of true. I, there was one year at my kid's school where they asked me to be the vice president. Oh no, absolutely. And I was like, I was like, have you met me? What? Like, why would you think that I was good for this? As you walk in like 15 minutes late to the meeting. I have never paid the dues. I don't think I've ever paid the dues. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I probably have paid the dues, but that's just because I have guilt. But no, like I've, I've given them money. Like I've, um, I've bought t-shirts and like stickers, like bumper stickers. Like, I mean, I've bought things from the PTA. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that I ever like officially like, <laughs> like joined. <laughs> so I don't know where they got that from. Um, you don't know anyway. where I got that idea from. <laughs> so yes, I'm planning to go away this weekend and 
I've got to sloppily pack like before tomorrow morning. So, um, and we have baseball practice tonight. So yay, busy. Yeah, <laughs> good. The next, next up. Oh, do you want to, is it you? Are you reading this one? I don't know. Whoever wants to read it, go for it. Okay. What are you watching? What are you watching, Caitlin? Um, Married at First Sight, of course. Yes. And we do not have the time right now to even get into our, our thoughts on Married at First Sight. Like, mm. But we are both watching it. What else? Are you watching anything else? Um, okay. I don't know. I just, I think I really like the character. I don't, I just like this show and I, I'm just going to say it. Um, I really like the, the L word and there's the new season of it. And so I'm watching that on Showtime. Did you start it from the beginning? I have watched the older ones, but this is a new season. Oh, okay. I, you know, I never watched that. It's like um, the L word Gen X or something like that. Um, I think, you know, I didn't watch that because we didn't have Showtime. Uh-huh. But now on Amazon Prime, I feel like a lot of people have Showtime. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just one of those things that like, I didn't watch it when it was new and I've never gotten around to like going and binging on it. Yeah. I like the characters. I don't know. I just feel like their relationships are really interesting and the characters are all very like, I feel like, okay, so here's my thing a lot of female characters on other shows where they're not an entirely female cast. Um, I feel like they are a little bit like transparent or like not a fully developed character in my opinion. And all of these characters are just have very interesting, like fully developed stories. And I don't know. I really like them. Well, um, maybe I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm watching that. I, um, gosh, what am I even watching? So I'm in that like endless loop of sitting down in front of the TV and thinking, I'm going to watch something new today. Uh And then I'll search around for like maybe two minutes. And then I'm like, nah, I'll just watch the office. (laughs) Forever and ever. You just go to the comfort zone. (laughs) That's like been my, that's been like my, my TV watching style for like two years. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially now when I was moving, I was watching other things. Like I started, um, there's a show on Apple plus or whatever it's called, called Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. And it stars Jason Sudeikis. And it's really funny. It's about this guy. He's, um, I think he's from Missouri. Okay. And, um, he gets a job as a soccer coach in England. Interesting. And he doesn't know anything about soccer. It's a very funny premise. Um, and it's, you know, it's got some language because it's, you know, on one of those like premium streaming things. Um, right. But I really have kind of liked watching that. Um, he is so like the opposite of toxic masculinity. Oh, I love that. And like people sometimes like double take when he says things mm-hmm. because he's very like unabashedly not toxically masculine. Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> says the cutest little things like he bakes all these cookies and like he's but he's also just like a regular dude like with a like a a wife and a kid you know what I mean so it's just like Mm -hmm. it's it's just a real I really enjoy the way he's written oh that's so nice I love that so so that's me like giving my my plug for Ted Lasso go check that out it's it's pretty it's pretty good um, and then, of course, Married at First Sight. Like, I'm always watching that forever. Yes. Oh, th- was there a new episode last night? Doesn't it come on on Wednesdays? No, it's Thursdays. Oh, Thursdays. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, I like just, I'm, I can't stand waiting all week. <laughs> I know. I cling to it. <laughs> I can't even, like, I can't even articulate, like, right now <laughs> how hard it is to be week to week. I hate it. And um, they leave us on these, like, cliffhangers every time. I'm like, 
I know. And seriously, it is a job. The, the, the editing is like masterful because mm-hmm. they'll give you like a next week on married at first sight. And it looks like it's about to be like on, yeah. you know? And then when the actual scene happens, it's just been cut up in the preview. Like it's going to be all dramatic and then it's nothing. <laughs> yeah exactly yes it's so true I'm like you know they'll be like in the preview I'm like he said what and then the next week it's nothing so true but yeah so what are you eating eating what am I eating oh my gosh um what am I eating oh we made this okay so I'm like doing the low carb thing still, uh, during the day. And so I've been like looking for creative ways to have my, you know, my low carb lunch. And we made this thing that my mom used to make and it's like sliced tomatoes, sliced cucumbers and sliced onions all with like garlic or not garlic, but like with uh, vinegar and oil on top as like the dressing and it like marinates in there. Oh, it's been so good to just have that to snack on. that sounds so good it's very good and I also got these um like chicken burgers that have cheese in them from Costco and I've been having those like together like just the burger no bun no nothing and then the salad oh it's been such a good little lunch oh that sounds so good well I have fallen in love with deli turkey deli turkey I love a good deli and it's it's just (sighs) It's like, I've always known at the grocery store that you can get the turkey like sliced there behind the counter. Uh-huh. But for all these years that I've been using Instacart, yeah, I know. And I know that you can get it. Like they will on Instacart, go to the counter and have your meat sliced for you. But like, I just never think to do that. I always just get like the prepackaged stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that I am going to the grocery store every week, I pass the counter. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, why don't you just slice me up some turkey? <laughs> and then it's like, you have it all week there for like sandwiches and it's just, and it's like fresh and, oh, it's just so good. And I've been eating a lot of pirate's booty. <laughs> do you know? Do- I do. I'm familiar with the booty. I'm familiar. It is like one of my favorite snacks. Like I love to have my deli turkey sandwich. <laughs> And my pirate's booty for lunch. Like that's my jam. Yum. Sounds good. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I have been drinking too much though. You have been, do you want to skip to drinking? Do you want to um, talk about drinking? Well, yeah, we can just, we can skip straight to it and then we'll get the rest in between. <laughs> we'll um, circle back. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go back. Um, so I, I just, when I say I've been drinking too much, I don't mean I've been like getting wasted. Mm-hmm. You know, I just drink every day. Yeah. Little, like a, a beer like, with dinner. You know, like we have a, like, and then because we're still going to the pool in the evenings, I'll like pack some beers in my moose bag and, you know, sit out by the pool and drink them. And, you know, I was thinking the other day about how little I've been eating in the past month mm-hmm. because I just have been like, it's just, it's just not, has not been as convenient <laughs> to eat bad as it used to be because I'm not alone anymore. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I should be losing weight. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered I'm drinking all the time. Yes. So it's kind of like, and I've gotten to where my tolerance is so high that like, I have to drink a lot, like to even fill a buzz and I hate it. Yeah. And I'm not like, this is not me saying like other people shouldn't drink or whatever. This is just me saying like, I'm just going to take like a month off. Yeah. You just feel, yeah. You're yeah. I just need to like dry up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and it's not because I feel like I have some kind of problem. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I, it's not like when I start drinking, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we don't have beer in the house, I'm not stressed. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, I just feel like that I have been, um, just, it's become too normal. Yeah. Just yeah, like, I can see that. yeah. It's like, you know how I always worry, like if I end up in the hospital, you know, they ask you, how often do you drink? You're like every day. <laughs> and you have to tell them the truth because if you go in the hospital and you're not getting your daily alcohol, if you drink every day, then you can go into DTs. Mm-hmm. So like, I am just like, I don't want to be that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I have to have a beer every day. <laughs> right. And you don't want to like start a problem. Like you don't want to, because I mean, you did just go through something that, you know, you could call it trauma. I feel like. I feel like the word trauma has like this general like consensus of if you didn't like get traumatized, you know, you don't get to call it trauma, but you really did like ending a marriage and moving out of your child's house or children's house. Like you just went through some trauma and you don't want to like cover that with, you know, cover your feelings with, you know, self-medication, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, at the same time, I have to like reevaluate the way I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's not like when I drink, I think, oh my gosh, I want to get a buzz. I want to get like wasted. You know, it's like, I'm just having a drink and I, I don't know. I just feel like I could just go back to just water Mm -hmm. because my, it doesn't change my mood. It doesn't change my attitude. It doesn't help me in any way. Right. It's not hurting me other than just that I am holding on to weight that I would probably lose if I wasn't. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all. Uh, so it's not just, and the other day I was in the grocery store and I was like trying to find the kombucha. Uh, yes. And then I stopped myself and I was like, just don't go there. Like you just can't, you can't go Do that it. far. You can't, you can't go that far in that direction. <laughs> Yes, you should do it. I'm already like giving my kids the Annie's bunnies instead of the goldfish. (laughs) That's a huge transition. I love that. Yeah. But I mean, that's good. That's all good. It's all good things. So what are you drinking? Drinking? uh, We've been drinking a lot of green juice actually lately. So um, we have become friends with this person in our neighborhood. And if this is not a Portland thing, I don't know what is. They are another person who their whole front yard is garden and they have chickens and ducks and stuff like, like we do. And they have been overrun by squash, like by, um, I guess zucchinis and the yellow squash. I don't remember. Is that also a zucchini? I don't know. It might be, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, but they've been overrun. And so I've been going over to their house like weekly to pick up all this squash. And we have been running it through the juicer with cucumbers and celery. Um, and I put a little bit of lemon in mine. The kids and Brian don't like lemon in there. So they just like it straight up just like that. And so I've been trying to have a green juice every day too. Um, because I think for me, I feel better when I have juice. Um, I know people who've gone on juice fasts and that kind of thing. So yeah, I uh, have been drinking some green juice. Well, it's really interesting the way that eating vegetables can make you feel. (laughs) Yeah. And drinking vegetables also like, because it is, I feel like it's harder for me to eat a whole, like a general, a generous portion of like a salad, you know, not a side salad that you have something else, but like an actual salad, that's a meal, but drinking my vegetables. And I know both have different benefits, obviously, but like drinking my vegetables, it's like, okay, well that's done now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. We, um, we have a vegetable every night at dinner. 
Uh And it's something that I have to really think about because like, I know which ones are my favorites. Like I love Brussels sprouts. Like I, (gasps) I am like over the moon obsessed with Brussels sprouts. I put them in like Buffalo sauce. I put them in honey mustard. Like I love so good, but I don't, I have not been brave enough yet to serve them to the children. (laughs) Oh no. Even your kids, have they never had them before? No, no. I only ever made them when I would make like fancy meals for me and Andy. And like when I will cook like more complicated things just for me and Jamie, like more Mm -hmm. adult food because with with the kids, I'm like, okay, a little bit of barbecue chicken tenders and like some mac and cheese and a salad. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's very balanced with like your meat, your carb, your vegetable, you know, and then they have their right. vitamin, their, t- the, you know, it's like we we're, we're keeping them like very, very healthy. Um, but it may, it's, I have felt better eating this way mm-hmm. than I was like the way I was eating prior when I was trying to move and I didn't have, I couldn't like cook anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just been so nice, but yeah, I totally get it. I, I don't have any way right now to drink my vegetables, but it sounds like something I might be willing to try. Yeah. You <laughs> could get a juicer. I think they're under a hundred dollars. They, there's some, you can get even under like 50 bucks on Amazon um, okay. and it's super easy, super easy to clean. And we happen to have access to lots of vegetables and stuff because of our garden. Um, but even if you don't like throw throw some throw some things in your juicer every once in a while and some I don't know if it's like this where you're at but in Portland we have like juice food carts <laughs> you can like go get a green juice or you can buy them at the store yeah we have places things. yeah we do we have places oh, okay yeah so you can pick one up if you don't want to make it highly recommend some people like apple in it but I don't like mine too sweet so okay okay um, well, we have like 10 minutes to do the last four. So we're going to hustle lightning round. Okay. Lightning round. So what are you loving? Loving. Um, I am loving that we are about to have some soaking rain this weekend. Like it says 80% rain. It's going to be like 60 degrees this weekend. And I am here for it. Oh, that is, that sounds like it'll cool down. Yeah. I'm going to make soup. I'm going to like put a lineup of movies on. I'm going to set up a blanket and just, it, we're going to chill. That's what's happening. Well, I am loving looking at magazines. Yeah. Oh, you were still loving that. It's <laughs> something that like I stopped doing for a long, long time just because I never went into a store. Uh huh. And now when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, let me pick up this in style. And then I just like sit by the pool and read it. Or like when Jamie and I are on a trip, like a long trip, uh-huh. I'll read a magazine in the car while he's driving. Like, I just, Oh, I just love it. Love it. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. What are you dreaming? Um, I am dreaming of being able to drop my kids off at school and come home and work on social media and YouTube and the podcast, like for two or three hours, four hours a day. Yeah. Like that's what I'm dreaming of is being able to like really do this job. Like that's, okay. that's what I'm doing next is getting that done. Yep. Yep. Just what are you dreaming? There. What are you dreaming? Dreaming. What am I dreaming about? Um, I am dreaming. Oh man, what am I dreaming about? Um, I am dreaming about. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um. Oh, I'm dreaming about getting my Happy Planner order. Like I have to dream about it because they haven't shipped it yet, and I'd like all of those things to come to my house. Yes, maybe they are trying to like help you enjoy the anticipation. It's not working. It's it's helping me to enjoy the frustration because Aunt Flo is also in town. So the two things together, the whole like give me my things because I did shopping therapy and also having Aunt Flo, not a not a good time. Well, this is gonna take us straight into what are you feeling? Because 
I am feeling confused. Yeah. Because my period is like 20 days late or something. But she has already taken a test. She has no baby on board. I am not pregnant. So (laughs) this could mean like a number of things that I don't even want to get into on the show right now. Yeah, you should probably make a doctor doctor's appointment. That's what I would recommend. Well, that's what I'm going to do because I was talking to my mom today and, you know, the drinking aside, I haven't really, my eating habits have changed so tremendously that my mother kind of thinks that I should be losing weight anyway, besides the drinking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to get your thyroid checked. Oh yeah. It could be that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I also have symptoms of like depression and, um, the period is late. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she says that, that having a thyroid issue can affect your, your cycle. So I just, yeah. I just need to go and have a physical. It's been, a, it's been way too long. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have like all the plumbing looked at by the OB. You know what I mean? Like, I need, yeah, I just need like, all the undercarriage looked at. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have them like press on my boobs a little bit. Like, you know, the things that they do like under your yeah. arm and all the things. Yeah. I just need to go and have like a full on, like, just put me in the thing and check it all. Yeah. Um, so I'm feeling confused and a little nervous about it because like I have had some moodiness over the past couple of days. That's been bothering me, mm-hmm. but I can't like get my period to start. Oh, well, oh my hopefully, am I hopefully gonna, that works out for you. Like, am I just going to be angry until it comes? I, that happened before y'all. Like it was like a month late or something. And she was just <laughs> mad for like a month. And I was like, Oh, geez. I know. I know. It's like every month I'm like waiting for it. I'm like, where, why are you just, I can't find you. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but you're getting to be towards the see, time when maybe and, you won't have a period anymore. See, and Caitlin always says that y'all. And she says that because she's 35 I'm not trying to shade you. I'm really not. It's not shade. It's not shade. I just, I truly listen. I have been doing the research on this. And by that, I mean, WebMD. Um, (laughs) I'm telling you we're experts on all the things. Caitlin, only like 4% of women start having menopausal symptoms before the age of 40. Like it's so rare. And my mother didn't start any symptoms. Like she didn't her cycles didn't even slow down until she was like 47. So I'm like seven years away from where my mother was. Well, something is up in the undercarriage. I'm just throwing <laughs> possibilities out there. Don't come for me. I just, I feel like that I need to like <laughs> narrow it down to something else because I am a little bit still too young for that. Like, it's just, yeah, like, it is like medically. To yeah. Be yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, no, no. Don't come for me. I'm just I'll, throwing out options. Um, and I am feeling, <laughs> I've just been feeling very, uh, like anxiety, a lot of it all the time, pretty much right now. Um, trouble sleeping, trouble with daily life, trouble with just like getting my heart to not race all the time. Just this like constant state of anxiety. So, uh, I have a therapy appointment next week. Oh, good. Um, because I need to, I need to figure this out because I can't, I can't live in this state. I can't, I mean, I can live in this state. Don't <laughs> nobody get worried. That's not what I meant but I just, I need to feel better. I know. I, I hear you. Um, and this is not like, let me make Caitlin's problem about me. Um, <laughs> because people I, always accuse you of that. Well, no, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> when you're an only child, you get accused of that a lot, maybe because oh. of the shoe fits. I don't know, but still like I can tell in the way that she reads my text messages sometimes that she's on edge Mm-hmm. Cause like, I can say things to you that like, to me feel totally like 
benign and just like, I'm just sitting on the couch, like, you know, just flinging off some texts back to you, just chatting. And you're like, I sense a tone. And <laughs> then you're like, we are no longer friends. If you do not, you know, I'm like, no, you I never, you are the, that one. <laughs> not you me. do though. Like you have lately, like, I'm not saying that uh-huh. you always do this because you're yeah. normally like super, like you think things through or whatever, but like lately you just like, instead of asking me like, was there a tone? You're like, well, I guess I'm not going to share this stuff with you anymore. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely have been on edge and I don't know if it's like going back to work. Um, I will say, and I, I hate to make anything that's not about me, about me, but it really, it does affect me. And I think part of it is because I am, I am a legit empath. Like I know that people throw that term around too, but I really like feel things from other people. Um, but I think it's this planner community, everything. Like I know the issues are important and I know the conversations are important and I love that we're having them, but affecting me personally, it's, it's really difficult on me. Yeah. And I, um, can feel that like she just not trying to like defend her or whatever. Cause she doesn't really need mm-hmm. defending, but it's just like, normally our conversations are lighter. Mm-hmm. Now also I've been a very, very bad friend for like the past two, three, what, 10 months. I don't know. Like you get put in on better. You've been much better lately. I will give you credit where credit is due because I knew that I had been like falling short Mm-hmm. because like my brain was just so full. Like I just, mm-hmm. it was just like, I was and my mother is the same as you. She's like, what gives like you have not been there, you know? And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, and it's just, I, I feel that. And I have to say like, even though for the past few months, like I have not been like all up on your grill, like I used to be <laughs> about yeah. all of the stuff in your life. Like uh-huh. I can sense a change like in you. Yeah. Well, and like, I'm dealing with some health issues, like that. I'm not really sure like which way things are going to go yet. And so that causes anxiety for sure. Um, I just need, I need to get back to like a place of center, like no matter what is going on. Um, and I just need some support from somebody who knows how to support me. Not that you don't know how to support me, but I also don't want to put that all on my friends. And well, and that's um, the problem. That's what therapy's there for. Yeah. And you know, you had to kind of say to me, like over the past year, year and a half or however long, like since all this stuff has happened to me, mm-hmm. like you know, I hate to make the show all the time, like about like, well, my divorce and blah, 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 you know, but it's just like, that's my life. Like, this is what's happening to me. And mm-hmm. it's a huge thing. And it's like, it's hard sometimes to be, I think that you have done a spectacular job of like holding all of that for me. Mm-hmm. And there were times that I think that maybe you would have benefited from saying like, look, friend, like I need to put up a boundary. <laughs> Yeah, I can't always hold all of your emotional stuff all the time. Like I should have been a therapist, Mm -hmm. you know, but like Caitlin did such a good job and like, she just took all of my abuse and finally was like, well, you've been a bad friend. Like at 2am, <laughs> like it all well, came just, out. Like it just, I just, do it. I just couldn't hold it anymore. Well, and that's the other thing is too, like, not only am I anxious, not only am I like somewhat or a total empath, but I'm also a type two on the Enneagram, which means I just want to help everyone. And yeah. so even though like I'm going through my own personal things and really struggling with anxiety, um, I still wanted to like be able to be there for people. And I felt like a lack of I don't know, lack of self-worth, I suppose, if I wasn't able to help everyone with everything. And so it's just a combination of everything. And then when 
And this is not me saying that I can't take feedback because I certainly can, but when people that I care for or have cared for, or people that um, I've had more positive interactions than negative ones in the past, start uh, having more of those negative interactions with me, that causes me a lot of stress because it's really important for me with the people in my life to, I don't know, not to have them like me. That sounds really dumb, but like to make everybody feel good, I guess. So um, that, that causes me a lot of stress too. So there's a number of things going on. Um, but I just, I need, I need a little support right now. Well, I'm glad that you have somebody that you can go talk to. Yeah. I don't say that like, whoo, thank God she can go talk to somebody else. But I just mean <laughs> no, like, but like, it's a professional to give me like, I, like remind me of those coping yeah. skills that work well for me. And somebody can say like, well, maybe it's this, or, you know, like just look at it from a different perspective, you know? Yeah. And so, if I, if I need any kind of like medication or anything like support in that way or holistic interventions, whatever, like that's not anything to be ashamed of either. Oh yeah. I'm going, I'm picking up my antidepressant today. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm sensing that I need to take it. So I'm just going to, yeah. you know, like, uh, I, I am an advocate for that. Um, so last, last, what are you listening to? Listening to what was I listening to? I was listening to, Oh man, I was just listening to something. I've got to open the Spotify. So I didn't share what you're listening to. So we um, okay. So I have been listening to a number of weird combinations of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been listening to, um, some Leanne rhymes from the olden days. Love it. We're here for it. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, like she's fun to sing along with in the car. Um, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to Megan the stallion quite a yes. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also been on the, um, Apple playlist. That's like the currently charting playlist. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to kind of listen to stuff that's new. Oh, okay. Um, not because I'm like tired of Taylor, but because I just think that I, I just some time apart. Yeah. Like maybe I just need like a little break. Um, <laughs> but like, she's got an album, she's got like a re-release of red coming out in November. So like, I'll be right back on that Taylor Swift train, like give it, give it time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like when we separate, it's not for long. Yeah. But yeah. I've been listening to some other things. What about you? Okay. I really like Doja Cat. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, like I, I, do too. I do too. I mm-hmm. love her. She's so fun. And okay. So forever and ever, Brian always like told me that I have pretty eyes like a cow. Like obviously nobody wants to be compared to a large livestock animal, but if you've ever looked at a cow's eyes, they have those beautiful eyelashes and they're just so sweet and pretty. And so that's what he's always called me. And Doja Cat has this song out right now called Moo (laughs) and earmuffs to your kids. There's a line in it that says, bitch, I'm a cow. And so I walk around the house now. saying that to my family all day long and it's the best thing of life um and then I've also been listening to uh there's I found I just found this other planner podcast which I really like it's called planner talk podcast um and the hosts are Jaredell and Vienna and I love them I feel like their podcast is very professional and I actually learn things from it um rather than our style where we just shoot the shit (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness I know I feel that I feel that way too sometimes when I especially like when I listen to the production value of office ladies I'm like how do both have podcasts on apple like (laughs) I guess different structure different folks well yeah and I I really like them and they actually did a really good episode 
recently about inclusivity and representation in the planner community. And it's very informative and I highly recommend it. And I feel like it doesn't really like, I don't know, it doesn't take a bias on one side or another, like it talks about that everybody's representation and inclusivity are important. And uh, I really liked it. So check them out. Well, I think that that is going to wrap up the show. Um, I'm going to try to do this quickly because like, I got to go pick up my kids y'all. Um, so you can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. And you can also find her on YouTube and Patreon as creating in chaos. And she has a great teaching Instagram, which is chaos in the classroom. And you can hang out with her ducks on ducking chaos underscore official. You also can hear her every Monday and Friday right here on spiced chaos. And she hangs around the spiced chaos podcast, Instagram a lot as well. So those are your Caitlin locations. Yes. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. Um, you can also find her hanging out over on Spice Horizons playing Animal Crossing occasionally. You can also find her right here with me every Monday and Friday recording an episode and over on our Patreon for Spice Chaos where we have been active and doing the things. So find <laughs> us over there. And then you can also find her making all of the beautiful cards for all of our beautiful guests um, over on the Spice Chaos Instagram. Well, thank you for that, Caitlin. And yep, we are excited about all the things that's coming to the Patreon. And those of you who have already signed up, we see you and we have got content coming your way. So just stay tuned. We are in there like swimwear. So um, (laughs) um, everyone have a wonderful week and happy Monday. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.